Thank you for showing interest in our company. Take a seat. So, why do you think Coca-Cola is a great fit for you? In your job description, you mentioned that you are looking for a person who has a minimum of five years of managing experience, right? In my entire managing experience, I have seen so many employers who have different psychologies. So, I know how to deliver a perfect plan so that all employees in the workplace can understand what has to be done. Leading people is not a profession it is a passion of mine. Well, there's only one question left to answer. That would determine if you get the position or not. Okay. Can you be... Can you be more black? Fashizo my nizzle. Great, you got the job. Congratulations. All right. Out of place, we ain't caring about your feelings, yeah. Anytime, any place, you can feel it here. Steven, then you out of space, so we clear the air. Any topic, and it's safe, so just be prepared. Don't assume, keep it straight, we might keep it fair. The news f- page, we gon' keep it real. If you tune in, then you sick for real. The Bluetooth, we took the red pill. Every image in the video, talk about it. Different views on the subject, we might talk about it. At the end of the day, we just talking, homie. Only me in the room, but it's like a party. Introducing Stephen Daniel, author, artist, all around great guy. Hello, out of place. Hope your month was as good as can be. Mine was uh, okay. Was not doing well for the past few weeks, so this episode is going to be a little short. So for today's touchy topic, I'm going to be talking about letting go of the past. Rachel talks about sexy apps. Big Vinny and Lenny talk COVID, and there will be no VO nonsense in this episode. Time to get touchy. Get ready to be triggered. Sensitive topics. Oh, look, they're about to cry. All consents are wussy. Nobody In the words of Pumbaa, you gotta put your behind in your piss. No, no, no. You have to learn to let go of the past. We all have a past. There are many great things that we hold on to. Amazing memories that we cherish. Memories and moments that we wish we could groundhog the out of it and relive those moments over and over again. But then there are also things that we wish we could forget. Memories we want to be rid of forever and choices we regret. Letting go. It's not an easy thing to do. It's not. I continue having a hard time letting things go. It takes a lot of effort. Letting go means being willing to release the past so that you can live in the present. Letting go of the past will allow you to live a happier life. A life free from a lot of negative Everyone has been through a bad event in the past. Maybe more than once could have been a fallout with a friend or a family member. Maybe it's about making the wrong career choice or not being able to follow your dreams and thinking that you should have had a much nicer life by now. Could be a horrible breakup. Could be from unrealistic expectations. Being offended by something. Jealous of other people's or maybe feeling left out. Maybe you felt like you could have been a better parent. Maybe you wish you hadn't cheated. Maybe you were passed up for a promotion. There are so many examples I could give you, but you get what I'm trying to throw at you. You need to learn to take responsibility for your own happiness. Don't blame your sad feelings on someone else. Don't let that person have complete control over you. If you are unhappy because someone did something to you, don't blame them for your unhappiness. Like I said, take 
responsibility for your happiness. You might think that it's hard to be happy, but trust me, all that is in your mind. I used to bring up the past in almost every argument, no matter who it was. Now, I will forgive you, but I don't have to be around you. I will treat you with the greatest respect, but we will no longer be close friends. I don't have time or the patience to have something just that just, you know, that's lingering. So how do you take responsibility for your own happiness? You have to let go of the control. If something doesn't meet your expectation, don't try to control the situation or the person. Instead, try to adjust the reality of the situation by accepting people as they are and move the fuck on. Surround yourself with people that will make you happy. Just like I said in the Just Be Yourself episode, your vibe attracts your tribe. You also have to start having a positive mindset. I've met negative people throughout my life. People that wake up in the morning and are already being heads before coffee time. I'm like this because I don't, I, I haven't had my coffee yet. You, I hate that excuse so much. Oh, don't talk to me. I haven't had my coffee yet. Look, I got a mug that says it too. Oh, and my partner got me a shirt that says that too. <laughs> no, don't like it. I've been with people that can't even go through a great day at a Disney park without being pissed at something. I don't get it. Happiness is not something that you could buy. Happiness is something that we create through our experiences. When you focus on the positive things and being happy with what you have, I'm telling you, life will be great. I promise. Like I already said, letting go of the past is a process that takes up a lot of time and effort. There is no quick fix. It's not a snap of a finger and it will all go away. So what you have to do is to improve yourself and stop blaming others for that had happened to you in the past. Letting go of the past doesn't mean forcing yourself to get out of it. It is all about focusing more on understanding, more on forgiveness, and more about loving while saying those emotions. Not basing your decision on emotions, not acting out on emotions. No, it's focusing, like I said, I'll say it again, focusing on understanding, focusing on forgiveness, and focusing on love. Don't repress the past. You've gone through some and chose to keep that pain inside, hoping you never have to deal with that shit again. When people do this, even though you think you're done with it, it can still influence your mood and behavior, especially when you're around the person that you up inside. How? It's obvious that you'll start having strong reactions to the people who wrong you. Having that disgusted feeling towards them, and then every time you see them, you're just like, maybe certain places triggers you the out. When all of this is taking over you, you will find it hard to control your emotions. You're going to be acting like a baby all the time and lashing out at the dumbest things that end up online. You become more anxious and probably have a very short fuse. So don't repress the past. Learn from it. There are countless amazing lessons that we can all learn from our past. If you try to forget the past, you will miss out. You can live life to the fullest when you can learn from what had happened. Let whatever happened or whatever lesson you learned turn you into a better person. There are many events in my life that had turned me into a better person. For example, there was a situation that was going around 2015 that affected the way I was living. It affected my relationship with people I cared about. It also affected my marriage. I told you all this in the last episode, but it made my wife and I so much stronger. We no longer took how our family treated us to heart. We let go of the past and let it help our relationship so we can grow stronger. Lessons 
are supposed to improve your future. This also means that you shouldn't avoid the past. No matter how much you try to avoid dealing with the past, it's there and there is nothing you can do to avoid it. I used to do this and it turned me into a champagne bottle. I kept all that shit in and then it would be one day I would explode on someone or something that didn't deserve it or I have I take something way out of proportion because I kept a lot of shit inside. Sooner or later, you're going to have to deal with the past. Don't try to change the past. You could be in denial all you want, but what had happened, happened. You are never going to fool yourself into believing that you can change the past. It's not worth fabricating a new story in your head to make you feel better. Thinking about what you would do if you could turn back time is a waste of time. There's no point to thinking this way. The shoulda, woulda, couldas, it won't change what has already been done. I mean, I get it. I wish I had Doc's DeLorean so I can change things too, but we can't. That's all fictional thinking. You can't take back things you shouldn't have said or that thing you shouldn't have done. We all f*** up. We're human. We make mistakes. Sometimes those mistakes are dumb. Instead of worrying about the time you will never get back and trying to change the past that you can't change, look forward to the future with the right thinking and plan to be great. Don't let the past control your thoughts. Don't let it consume you. It's okay to think about the past every time it pops in your head. You can't avoid it, but don't let it consume you. Don't let it take over your life. Your past should never affect your day-to-day living. What if you are great at letting go of the past? You're thinking, hey, I don't have a problem with that, Stephen. What if you want to know how to handle someone who uses your past against you? It makes me feel like when someone brings up my ups and use it against me. It makes me feel like I can't escape the former me and everything I worked hard to change. I hate that feeling. How do you change that? Well, first, you have to remember that those don't see you now. They don't live with you right now. They don't know what the you've been doing. Most of these people that judge you haven't seen you in months or even years. They talk, think the way they do with the information that they have, which is more than likely the older version of yourself. How I think now is this. I don't give a f- I don't care if you see me a certain way. If you haven't taken the time to get to know me now, if you haven't taken the time to reach out and say, what's up? Hey, Steven, how's life? Then why the f- do I care what you think of me? I don't care. And if you're dealing with this, sh- you shouldn't care either. You're not going to be able to stop them from bringing up the past mistakes. They are setting their truth. So f- them. Since you can't change the way they think, you could definitely change how you feel. Forgive yourself and move the f- on. Trust me, it helps. You're going to smile more. You're going to be happier. Trust me, it helps. I'll say it again. Forgive them. Then forgive yourself. Then move the f- on. Don't try to defend yourself against these. F- Instead, Focus on living the improved version of you. Let's wrap this segment up. The most important thing you could do is forgive. No matter the reason how the problem began, you should forgive whoever wronged you before it's too late, especially with family. 2020 should have shown you that. Grudges, resentment, and arguments can make gatherings difficult for everyone. We're all slowly going back to Norman, and you don't need the stress of the that happened in the past to take over your life. I said this many times throughout our episodes. Life is too short. You never know when you're going to lose someone to death. Regret is a f- 
Forgive and mend your relationship with the people you had a falling out with before it's too late. Remember, listeners, that one of the best ways to stay happy is letting go of the things that make you sad. Up next is What the Brit. So chill the f*** out and wait. As you may assume, I'm less than the average lifespan of a woman. I've known at least 10 people from my graduating class that have passed away. How, might you inquire? Eh, and nothing. <laughs> Just vehicle accidents. But I love driving, but I can't stand cities. There's usually no room between two cars to let a quick stop happen without some kind of collision. I find myself getting the middle finger on a weekly basis from some for presumably driving the speed limit. You know, just uh, going about my day. I don't hang out in the left lanes. I use my turn signals, and apparently that makes me a grandma. Despite all the laws around driving, there hasn't been a single successful day in any state without some kind of a car wreck. Even though my home state was pretty much dead this past year, you know, COVID and all, the road death count was pretty much the same as the year before. There was this article in December that said that there was 304 deaths in 2019 and 305 in 2020. And uh, if you're just tuning in, I live in Vegas. You know, no shows, no reason to go. Still just as many freaking deaths. Do people still enjoy driving? Or is it just going to somewhere else just leaving their house that they like? I mean, what about just driving? Personally, if I had a choice of driving versus flying, I'd drive every time. I can stop and get a dooski, take a pooski in the place of my choosing, and I don't have to go skimpy on what I bring. No extra baggage fees. I've learned, though, there are some legalities to consider. When driving through small towns on highways, they almost always drop the speed limits to a snail's pace. The U.S. Department of Commerce states that the safest rate of travel is usually a few miles above the average traffic speed. You shouldn't have to be looking at your speedometer. You should just feel it. You should feel safe. You should know this is how fast I can go on this road. Ah, no pedestrians. Ah, I'm going to go a little bit faster. But, you know, all of a sudden we're looking for these posted signs. Speed limits that are below the average speed, the feeling that you feel when you're driving too slow, that's the feeling of a real speed trap. It's sacrificing your safety, your time, for a few donut dollars. And if they get really lucky, those police officers that pull you over and say you're going too fast, they're going to get a little extra. They're going to confiscate your dab of weed from the pocket in your underwear. Those cops are praying that you didn't see the speed limit decrease to 15 miles an hour. After all, this is their only source of revenue. And if they didn't issue enough tickets, get enough money from us this year, then they're going to drop that speed limit from 15 to 10. But just because they need to get tickets doesn't mean you need to volunteer. Don't let that be me or you. Somebody's got to do it, though. Have your brother take it for the team, but not me. I mean, I've got that perfect driving record. On the site speedtrap.org, you can look up different user-submitted speed traps throughout the U.S. and Canada and find out ways that the local police might try to f*** you over. And sometimes it's not always that obvious. So I suggest that you drive with a GPS like Waze on. It'll tell you the speed limits so you don't have to question it. But at that point, you still have a concern, though. You know, they're going to use that tracking data, and it's going to solidify the case that you were responsible for the dead hooker left in Waffle House's dumpster. But I'm pretty sure that was just Trinity setting you up. I mean, that chick, she didn't like you very much, and uh, she especially didn't like that hooker hooking out, stealing all her eggs. So, back when I was living in Orlando, 
I was going to school there, you know, just jumping from house to house every semester. I'd be like, I don't like where I live. I don't like where I live. And there was not pretty much a single semester that I was feeling like I need to move as soon as I moved somewhere. So I used to live in this HOA and they put up this stop sign in the middle of a street with no intersection. It was just arbitrarily right there, right there where there was like a lawn on one side of the road and some grass on the other. But, you know, it made no sense. Essentially, it was a pseudo speed bump near the entrance of the neighborhood where there was only one way in and one way out and everyone was stopping, just stopping all the time. And I didn't agree with the stop sign being put up. I was just a renter, so I wasn't a part of those board meetings. And I decided I was going to protest it. Ah, screw this stop sign. Ah, I hate it. So for the first week, I just kept running it. And I was going back and forth the house like every few hours. I was kind of crazy. I'd go in between classes. I would freaking get up to go get Taco Bell's fourth meal in the middle of the night. And I was running it, running it, running it. And then it finally happened. I got pulled over by the Po. This dude was kind of like my grandpa, except uh, more stern. And I told the officer, eh, I missed it because it's new and I hadn't seen it before. I guess, ah, I'm sorry, officer, this won't happen again. And he told me that I need to slow down and said, I'll be watching you as he pointed his fingers at his eyes and then back at me. But this, this pretty much scared the shit out of me. So I'm like, ah, shit, I gotta keep stopping at this arbitrary shit stop sign. And then I definitely moved out the next semester because I'm like, I can't deal with the stop sign. All right, next subject, toll roads. I got no problem with them other than paying for usage sometimes can be a real... I mean, look, toll road roads are normally way better kept care of. Normally I'm taking them because I don't want to sit in some kind of traffic. It's the easy way to just get from point A to point B a little bit faster, a little bit smoother. But what really pisses me off is when I can't even pay for the toll roads and then I got to worry about all these extra fees. You know, they try to do this toll by plate thing. I drove through a toll road in San Diego and there was no toll booth. It was all taped up and I mean, there was nothing I could do, but there was these signs plastered all over it that said how to pay online. So I go online and the website's been like dead. I keep well, logging in every week. This has been a month now and I can't even pay my freaking tolls. It's so aggravating because I'm going to stop logging in. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of over that part. When I get the bill, the interest is going to be off the roof and I don't want to see it. Uh, my only advice for you is that you should take your plate off. If you're going to go through one of these toll roads and you see they're about to you pull over the side of the road get out of your vehicle take your plate off and drive through you've got your mask now just put your mask over we're wearing masks it's normal you know maybe you could put a little like put a little fake sign on it that says newly bought put some stupid car dealership that doesn't exist but hell no i mean damn so there's this law in Arizona. It's called Stupid Motorcyclist Law. And it sounds freaking amazing because it's like, ah, I see those all the time. Oh, what does this have to do with anything? So that law, it's about motorists who become stranded after driving into a barricaded area. And then all of a sudden, they're stuck in this giant flood and they get charged the cost of their rescue. If the law applies to you, you're going to get a big freaking ticket. This law should be expanded, though. I mean, I love it. It's a great umbrella law where you could pretty much engulf anything stupid like driving with your donut on your front wheel or trying to give road head to the passenger or you know anything dumb anything that is just silly like you know if you got too much smoke but you're still driving if you ran out of gas and you're in a prius i mean you had like what 200 miles because you know it was going electric you had 200 miles to pull over while it was on empty and you still freaking ran out of gas 
So those drivers, they should get awarded with a dunce hat. I mean, we could make a full-on, like, Grammy program out of stupid motorist stuff. But all of a sudden, you know, here I am. It's not really all of a sudden. But here I am, just driving, just doing a good job at driving. I've never gotten a wreck, never gotten any tickets. I really can't say that I haven't deserved to get some of those. But I'm getting the middle finger, and other drivers are doing things that are clearly dumb. And where's their middle fingers? Where's their dunce hats? Where's their awards? Why do I feel like I'm getting the award for that? Why am I getting honked at all the time? Is it a sign of love? I drive a Jeep, so I'm getting those peace fingers, those Jeep little waves. What really worries me is that we're going to get self-driving cars soon. You know, we already kind of have them. There's some tests. There's this company called Aptiv. They got a bunch of self-driving cars around. There's drivers in them that are just making sure that things are going smooth, but they're not supposed to be touching the wheel unless an emergency happens. And okay, so once those things happen, is driving going to become outlawed? I know this subject comes up, you know, from time to time. And, you know, some people look at it as a good thing. I personally look at it like driving is the most dangerous, fun thing I can do on a daily basis. And is this not going to be a part of my life? Is my child not going to learn how to drive? I mean, it's bad enough that nobody drives stick shifts anymore because we don't know how to coordinate without holding our phone in one hand. Now, how are we going to use the clutch? You know, how are we going to freaking shift gears if we got to hold the phone? So nobody is driving anything but automatics. It's like a skill if you can do it, manual driving, and that's terrible. So is my kid going to learn how to drive, period? Is, is that what we're going to do? I mean, it's like taking a horse now. You can't, you don't see people taking a horse to work. You know, so yeah, I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking fast. I'm sorry, I should slow down, but I'm very passionate about this. And it, I'm really getting sick just thinking of the prospects of the future where we just lose all of our rights. We lose our privacy and we act like it's a joke. But if I can't drive, that's gonna make me mentally handicapped even more you know imagine all these suicidal nascar drivers i don't even know what kind of society we're gonna have i mean is nascar gonna be fun was it ever fun are we even gonna ever leave our homes if we don't work a job that makes those machines run you know if i'm just doing my office job like i do now am i gonna be strapped at home Will driving a car be like riding horses? Is it more hobbyist and for sport? Are we going to track the suicide rates of people as we lose our rights to drive? Or does it not even matter anymore because we're so busy texting while driving that we're so busy honking because we were five minutes late to the job that we hate? I mean, here I am getting the middle finger and... I'm just driving, you know? I would love driving if it was just driving, but it's uh, dealing with all of you... This really took a big turnaround. I will end on this note. I have a a neighbor that I used to love dearly. Something mentally just snapped in his brain. And he ended up getting in this vehicle collision last month, which led to two other people dying. And he was messed up. Like, he was on drugs. And I'm just hoping, you know, maybe his wife won't hear this. But it, like, breaks my heart. You know, people aren't thinking they're getting behind the wheel. They're going mentally insane. And I'm just thinking about how driving, it's the most riskiest, craziest thing that most people will engage in during their lifetime if they're living in a Western country. And it might not exist. So, you know, let's uh, let's delay it being taken away any sooner by being sober when we're behind the wheel, enjoying it, turning up our beautiful music, taking in the day, because this might be the last, like, decade of actual real driving, like, driving where you have the control to make the turns, that you're not, you know, having the GPS do all the navigating. I mean, you don't have to take the fast way. You don't have to take the toll road, and you can take the toll road. Just drive. 
enjoy it. You got to guess in about a decade left before this doesn't exist. That's not where this was supposed to go. Maybe not that funny, but uh, it's uh, what the Brit, you know, it's my segment. I'm doing it. Now it's time for Sex Talk with Rachel. She talks about some sexy abs for you and your partner. Don't be shy. You think about it all the time. You don't have a dirty mind. You just have a sexy imagination. Now... It's time for Sex Talk. Hey, you sexy people. It's Rachel. I hope you are all doing well. And today I wanted to talk to you about our phones and sex. So today our phones can do so much. We can order takeout and last minute groceries, stay in touch with a friend around the world. And there are apps that can help you find a soulmate. Your phone can also help you and your partner get hot for each other. There are relationship apps that can keep you and your partner on the same page when spicing things up. It doesn't matter if you're in a new relationship or a few months in. I am going to list apps that will help you both in the bedroom. Apps that will put a smile on your face and make you blush. And I mean, hopefully, because why else are we here, right? All the apps I will mention will be in the description. Let's get started, sexy darlings. The first app I'm going to talk about is Desire. We've all played Truth or Dare that usually turns into kissing. On the Desire app, you get to choose from thousands of dares. Then you can dare your partner and receive a dare from them too. You can choose to accept it or not. If you accept the dare and you do it, you get points. Points will let you reach higher levels in the game and unlock more challenges. The harder the dare, the more points you get. Very fun app to play together. The next app is Kindu. This is an app to help you get started. It is not meant to last long. You will get bored after a couple months of using it because you'll want more. However, with Kindu, you are able to express fantasies and intimate desires without the pressure of rejection. You can create your own cards to play out your fantasies. It will open the door to things you both hadn't thought about. You both don't have to try and guess what the other wants. It will keep you thinking about each other when you're not together. The next app are sex dice apps. We've all seen those sex dice in adult stores and places like Spencer's. How about having it digitally? And there's a really great one called sex dice. You can customize the dice with specific actions and body parts. There are many sex dice apps out there. It is a perfect way to enjoy some erotic foreplay. So spin the bottle and get yourself a sex dice app. The next app is Bliss. This is more like a board game, rolling the dice and moving around the board. However, when you arrive at a space on the board, you will be given an action to do. Bliss chooses an action for you based on the space you landed on, what you're wearing, how long you've been playing the game, and so on. There's a desktop version of Bliss too. If you want to try it out before purchasing it, you can try Bliss Lite. Just keep in mind that it will not have all of the features and fun options. The last thing I want to recommend are sex toys and apps that go with them. You can use them in the bedroom for some great foreplay and you can use it long distance. No matter where you both are in the world, you can have fun with the toys and the apps. They'll help you both connect with each other. There are two companies that make good quality toys and great apps, Love Honey and Kiru. These sex toys allow your partner to control 
every movement and intensity with a favorite toy. A vibrator for her and a masturbator for him. Besides connecting to your partner's device, with these devices, you can also connect to interactive videos, webcam performers, and virtual reality, giving you a whole new experience. Whatever point your relationship is at, no matter what you're looking for, a relationship app can be fun and a useful addition to your relationship. This month, I talked about sexy, fun apps to play together. Next month, I will be talking about physical board games to play together. So limber up, you sexy people, and I will talk to you soon. Next, Big Vinny and Lenny talk COVID. Hello, listeners. Thank you for listening to Out of Play. And you know what, Vinny? What? I feel good. Yeah? Yeah, I feel fantastic. Okay, good for you. You want to know why? No. What do you mean, no? It means I don't give a is your problem? Nothing. Nothing. I'm in a good mood, and you have to ruin just it like a out. I'm just you. Stop being a pissy. I was joking around with you. Just tell me, what's up? All right. My wife is gone this week visiting her sister, so I'm free to do whatever the Well, you got planned. The first thing I'm going to do is call my new girl. What new girl? My new girl. The one I told you about. I remember you telling me about a girl. Because you don't listen. No, you always think you're telling me, but you don't. I told you. It's not my fault that you don't listen or don't remember. Is someone I know? Sort of. Who is it? Rachel. Rachel. Oh, Rachel? Yep. Sex talk, Rachel? Yep. Out of place, Rachel? Yeah, is there something wrong with your ears? Damn. She's... Hot. What the f*** are you talking about? You never met her. I know, but she she sounds hot talking all that sex shit. Yep, but we're going to meet at her place. You're not going to take her out like we talked about last month? Nah, with all this virus you can't, we can't go f- nowhere. And you know how much I f- hate wearing masks. I know, I know. I hate those damn things, but I know that this is what we got to do. I know, me too. I'm tired of this, Vinny. Tired of what? Tired of all the f- out there. Tired of this round of sh- I go to f- Walmart, and I see a f- mob that complaining to say, I don't need to wear a mask. The government can't make me wear the f- mask. Listen, you f- what the, wear the f- mask. I don't like wearing the f- damn things too, but we got to, because that's what we got to do, so we can wrap this f- up. Yeah, you f- carriers need to shut the f- up. Wear your f- mask for 20 minutes. Yeah, and they act like it's the end of the f- world when you got to put the damn things on. There are people out there that have to wear the f- all f- day. Yep, and some people have to wear that f- outside. And f- so, like I was saying, Carrie, Tammy, Kevin, or Carol, wear that f- thing. Go buy whatever f- product you have to buy or some soy milk for your f- men out there and shut the f- up. It's f- March, people. A full year since this left f- everyone's life up. I find it f- when I see people... Always acted like a p- about it. There are about 500,000 dead Americans that f- died by this f- virus. Way more than that when you're talking about this the world. This is a lot of f- people that don't get to live no more. They don't get to follow their dreams no more. They had a family just like you, stupid ass. Serious, you damn mother f- Y'all walking around now wearing your f- mask, still going to the f- beach, still going to the f- parties, spreading that f- and you know what they say, Vinny? What? They say, it's my personal choice. Don't worry about what I'm doing. What? It's not about you. It's about everyone in this world that might get it. It's a, it's, it's a disease that keeps spreading. No one gives a about you. 
I don't give a fuck about you. I only care if you're going to kill someone I like because you want to get all political. Fuck you. That's another thing that pisses me off. The politics in this shit. Everything is opening fast now because the art face is not there anymore. Yeah, I've been seeing things open up too fast. It just proves that these politicians don't know what the f*** they're doing. It's all about power for them, but, but I don't blame You're them. right. Who, who doesn't like power? I sure like some f- power. We are supposed to be all in this together to be done with this you shit know, already. You know what f- pisses me off the most with all this sh- What? Is how the pandemic went so f- long because the corporate was loving that f- money. What do you mean? Think about it. What was open during all this? Walmart, restaurants. Exactly. Big f- businesses, not the small ones. You think I give a f- about Starbucks? No, I like to get my coffee over at Joey's. But guess f- what? He had to f- close. He couldn't open. And when he finally was able to, the f- liberals sh- burned it down. Damn, not Joey. And you know what? F- he couldn't take it anymore. So he ended up offing himself. Oh, yep. And do you think I give a f- about the Cheesecake Factory? No. Over at Mama B's, I can get a better f- cheesecake and pasta than that fake f- Italian place. Oh, I heard about Mama. She had to shut down the sh- In all this chaos, in all this sh- you know who got f- the f- people, the citizens, people like you and me, Vinny. But you know who was okay? The corporate f- slaves. Here in America, there is no f- money. There is no help. Countries around the world is helping their f- people, but not us. Not us, Vinny. Not f- us. We get f- Then we get the little the f- little bit of money that we should be going to important places, but people are f- dumb and they're either buying a f- iPhone or a new PS5. And sh- well, they give it a Capital One or other sh- that shouldn't be getting the money doing this thing, like the f- debt. Exactly. A lot of people got f- that's not right. Not f- right. It pisses me the f- off. I know, Lenny. I know. I know. Listen, you f- politicians. Listen, you f- dumb pricks that don't want to wear masks. Listen, you celebrities that don't know. F- Lenny is coming for you. I am coming for you, f- assholes. I'm going to put a f- bullet right between your f- Lenny. eyes. I'm going to f- tie your f- hand to one side of the rope and tie the other one Lenny. on my f- car and go on the f- highway at Lenny, full f- the f- down. And keep driving until there's none of you, you left. You can't be threatening people like that. You're going to get Steven in trouble. That fat I don't give a fuck what people think. I will threaten whoever the fuck I want. Like you, Cuomo. I'm coming for you, face. You got all that out? You done? I'm good. You sure? I said I'm good. Before we wrap this shit up, I got a message for you people that are feeling the way we feel. We're almost done. We are almost out of this lockdown. How much longer? The truth is, nobody knows. It's unpredictable. Things might stay canceled or postponed. But you, you got to expect that we have to continue social distancing all this all the way to the very end. So follow the rules regarding the social distancing. Wear a mask. Stay calm. And don't be like Lenny over here. Wash your hands. Keep dirty away from your face. Use common sense when you're walking around. Go into places and then you encourage your family and your friends to do the same thing. Then we will get through this. So don't be a prick. Yeah, because you threaten my 
life when you act stupid, so what stops me from killing your stupid Watch this shit! Before I wrap up the episode, I want to let you know about a couple of changes. First, we are no longer going to have the fun topic segment. I want to be like it was for the October, November, and December episodes. Those didn't have me and complaining about something. So, some episodes will have a touchy topic and some episodes will have a fun topic instead. You will either get me yelling or having fun with something. This way, it reduces the workload for me. I would rather put time into the, the the scripts for the skits and the episodes will be a little shorter. So you're not going to have like, uh, you know, certain episodes where it's like, oh, here's the touchy topic. Here's the sex talk. Here's what the bread. Here's the feel nonsense. Here's Big Vinny Lenny and here's fun topic. And then the outro. Each episode that comes up in the future, you're either going to get touchy topic or you're going to get a fun topic. So we'll see how that goes. The next change is we're not going to have sex talk anymore. But 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 don't worry. I know many of you love Rachel's sexy voice, but she ain't living out of place. She's just going to be on many skits that we will be creating in the future. Uh, so you're going to hear her all the time. Still. I am trying to get a better flow with each episode and not make it too long. Right now, what I'm thinking is having the fun or touchy topic, then uh, Brit's thing, then the Big Vinny Lenny, and then ending with the VO nonsense. That's that for updates. If you like the show, leave a like, leave a comment, submit a rating on iTunes, subscribe, follow, and ding our bell or whatever you want on the platform you're listening to this on. Just show us at out of place some love and tell other people about this sh- podcast if you want to support the show financially tip us through paypal or buy an out of place shirt face mask or whatever but the link is in the description thank you for listening to out of place season two episode three if anything i said in this episode offended you in any way i don't give a damn and a half cry to your mom cry to your dog or anybody that will listen to a sensitive snowflake like yourself just know and understand no one cares other than the music streaming service you are listening to this on you can find us on tiktok and youtube to our loyal listeners who made it to the end I love you, I appreciate you, goodbye, and always remember to smile.